For some, today is an ordinary day. But for you, today could be the day you try a new McDonald's sauce for the first time. Maybe you'll dip a McCrispy sandwich into McDonald's mambo sauce. Maybe you'll spread sweet and spicy jam into your sausage egg McMuffin. Maybe you'll dunk your McNuggets into both new sauces. Any day you try McDonald's new sweet and spicy jam and mambo sauce will be a special day because their time in our famous sauce lineup is limited. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. We're Book! With another season of Too Spooky to Handle on Earwolf Presents. This time, we'll be improvising scary movies with some very special, very spooky guests. Ooh. <laughs> I'm Mono Gapian. And this is Betsy Sodaro. Look out for new episodes of Too Spooky to Handle on Earwolf Presents every Friday in October. Listen and subscribe to Earwolf Presents on your favorite podcast app. Welcome to the Fuck House. We saw Jade, so you know what that means. Now it's time for How to Discrepate. We're gonna have a good time, celebrate some failure, not just be a hater. Did you know you wondered how to discrepate? Let's wallow in the mediocrity of subpar art. Perhaps we'll find the answer to the question, how did this get made? Hello, people of Earth, and welcome to How Did This Get Made? I am Tall John Shear. I hope that intro uh, gives uh, Jason and June uh, enough confidence in me that we're ready to handle this uh, virtual live record. This is a great movie that we're going to talk about, and normally I will break down the film uh, in my clever little way of telling you what it's about, but I'm gonna gonna do something I've never done before and let an Amazon reviewer break down the film for you. This is from Juscelino Liberato Diaquino, um, and it was from April 30th, 2001, and he describes the film like this: It's a nice movie if you like Basic Instinct or Bound. Eyes Wide Shut, which are better, you might like this one. I love it. Basically, the plot is there are millionaires taking part in orgies and having sex like most of us would like but are afraid of. And then there's someone blackmailing them and a mysterious, dishy lady called Jade who is not afraid of exploring sex who may or not be involved in the murder-slash-blackmail cases. There's great car chases, one of the best that I've ever seen. And the story is very interesting. But I warn you, if you get easily shocked or offended, you will hate it. But if you're like me and you love to watch movies for fun, you'll like it a lot. It's also still a lot better (laughs) than any porn movie because those bore you after five minutes, and this one will not. It's not a porno. Five-star review. And that is the uh, that, that gives you a taste of what Jade is. Uh, I, I feel like that, <laughs> that is one of the best breakdowns of the film. Uh, let's get into talking about it right away uh, with uh, one of my co-hosts, Mr. Jason Manzukas. How are you, Jason? Wow, starting <laughs> with five, starting with second opinions is is bold. Uh, total format shift. I mean, this is some wild stuff. This was 
Watching this, because, you know, I remember when this movie came out, this was like a, you know, this was that era of um, erotic thrillers. Yes. This was, again, Joe Estrahaus, who wrote uh, Basic Instinct. You've got William Friedkin directing. Like, the, the it, it, it came from, like, good auspices. And then even this is, is this the movie that... David Caruso leaves NYPD Blue to... Sh- is it this movie yes, he goes to? Yes, it is this movie and another okay. movie called Kiss of Death. Two movies back to ah, back in one year. Okay. I want to break in all that because David Caruso... There's so is- much that I... Because I, 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 I barely remembered this movie until I put it on and I was like, I remember all of this movie. <laughs> wow. Um, and I was like, this... And watching it, it felt like I, in my head had told more of a story of what I thought this movie was than the movie does. I feel like this movie is, I feel like they shot the outline. (laughs) Like, I don't Uh, feel like they wrote a full script. I feel like they shot the treatment of the movie. It's so just broad strokes. We will get into it. I want to, I don't even want to delay. And I want to bring in um, my other co-host, a person who, said to me 15 minutes into this movie, this is my favorite movie ever. Please welcome (laughs) Miss June Diane Rathgill. How are you, June? I'm doing well. How are you, Paul? I'm doing fine. Thank you for asking. I did love this movie and I loved every second of it. And, you know, Paul and I were talking a little bit about this, Jason. Like, this is, to me, this is that movie that my parents got at the at Blockbuster where Paul oh. worked and like I sat I was excited to see not the one where see, Paul actually worked not the one where Paul actually worked because that would be a huge reveal no oh we gosh. didn't meet this there the if we you were guys were patrons yeah exactly but you know I, I just as soon as it started I was like God I'm having a muscle memory of sitting with my parents and watching like these adult dramas and thrillers oh, yeah. that were focused on like wealthy people and sex and power and like having to sit through sex scenes with them and just like all of it was so familiar. And I don't think I've ever seen this movie, but I've also seen this movie many times. Yes. Well, it's like, exactly. There's so many movies. There's another movie with like Kim Basinger and Richard Gere that takes place. Like it's always like a psychologist who's getting well, mixed up. We I talked was, about a couple yes, of these. I was just going to say, it's always about like how uh, 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 it's very similar to Madonna and Willem Dafoe as well. That's right. Um, uh, body, the, of the body of evidence. Um, it's always a woman whose sexual empowerment comes also with being like a doctor or a psychiatrist or something else, but that it also has this kind of incredibly potent and power. I forget what Sharon Stone's profession is in Basic Instinct, but all of these Esterhouse movies. Um, uh, Sliver is another one. Oh, they're yeah, all, we gotta do that. They're all bananas, and they are all exactly <laughs> what you're saying, June. Like, the incredibly wealthy, the machinations of the incredible, incredibly wealthy v- sexually, and then mm. complete disregard for life. Uh, and I'm Eyes Wide Shut. Eyes Wide Shut was a thing about, the, like, I feel like Kubrick took this to a level in Eyes Wide Shut that showed like the true underbelly of it yes. without romanticizing it in a way. Well, right. This makes murder sexy, right? Yes. Like it is like part of the thing. And the way this movie ends is so bananas. I want to work towards it, but I will say like, I, I took note of one thing that really made me laugh. Like, you know, remember Jersey Shore? It was like Jim Tan Laundry. Like here it was GCR 
gala church racquetball. And I felt yeah. like those three <laughs> scenes back to back to back was like, what? Okay. This is such a movie for, uh, for middle-aged parents or adults it's, in the nineties. It's like, you're yeah. going to church. You're getting dressed in a tux. You're going to play racquetball. Like it just hit every little yep. thing that was like, yes, I want to be doing that. It's also aspirational. Yes. It's, it's all, it's all aspirational in the sense of like, Everybody, there's also like it, it also establishes what all of these movies do, which is an incredibly enormous um, scope, but incredibly small number of overlapping people. So like this is a movie that takes place in the halls of justice. Lawyers, judges, etc. The police department, the governor's office, um, all of the these museum. Wi- the museum, yeah. all of these wild the uh, the district attorney's office. I thought David Caruso was a cop for most of it, and then I was like, Me wait, too. no, he's the DA. Wait, so, wait, 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 what? Yes, wait, so David Caruso. Wait, I thought no, he no, wants no, no, to be no. the he's DA. He's a cop. He is a district attorney. I know he's not. Wait, he Whoa. passed a bar exam at some point. He is a lawyer. Remember, Chaz Palminteri is like, when you're ready to hang it up, come and be a partner I at my law firm. I did hear that, and I did hear a lot of talk of, like, the next election and yes. all that, but well, I, didn't, I guess yeah. I didn't believe it. Wait, wait, well, that's wait, when you... I wrote in my notes. I was like, wait a minute, is Caruso's cop a lawyer? And then I was like, oh, no, he's not a cop, but he's they're, – they're conflating. What they do is <sighs> – Esther, what Esther House does is he takes all the players from all these disparate elements, and he just is always putting them in the same room. So they all oh. know each other. They're all friends. It, it's it's you know, they, bonkers that David Caruso in this film – whether he's, I mean, as he's a DA, he runs, he runs investigations like a straight up cop, which oh, wait, by I'm the way, sorry, he's in Paul, multiple did, car did DAs, chases. Do lawyers show up at crime scenes? No. Okay. I mean, he flashed a badge when he went into that first murder scene, he pulls out he his did. wallet and goes like, here's that. And he goes, I'm not here. I, I which mean, makes sense because I'm he's open like, to being wrong, but no, let me, you're hold right, on. Jason, you're right. Like, I mean, I, I believe that you're right, because Donna Murphy, Donna Sanford, Murphy, the plot, Wikipedia, San yeah. Francisco assistant district attorney David Corelli Caruso mm-hmm. is called to the murder scene, blah, blah, blah. Um, right. So, yes, oh, he is he's trying to be the D.A. And that's what the governor, Richard Crenna, who is great in this great. role, by the way. He Everybody's is with this great. team. Everybody's he is with this movie. Chomp, is chomp, perfect. chomp. Everybody's chewing the scene <laughs> in this movie. I mean, the 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 MVP to me and I'm really a. I think I know his name uh, is Ken King, who plays Petey Vesco, who is the older, uh, like the Wilford Brimley cop. We have the Ted Lasso cop, who's Michael, oh. Be- uh, Michael Bean, who is uh, great. Michael I Bean. Lo- I love Michael Bean. And we have Ken, we have Ken uh, or whatever, Ken King, who is just a joy to watch. Like yeah. he does not fit the he mold. He looks of like the- he's in a Chicago, he's like a Chicago cop. You know, he looks so you know, perfect. He, he everybody's great. And I cannot stress enough that my profound uh, attraction at the time to Linda Fiorentino. Oh, come on. You can't from even, the yeah. last seduction cool. to this. She was she is so good. She's so sexy and so compelling as the femme fatale. Um, or in this case, what you perceive to be the femme fatale. Yeah, not but the femme is, fatale turns no, out. 
No, but is also crushing it in this movie. Well, listen, I watched this movie with Paul, who felt similarly to the point where I was like, I was having the same flashbacks of watching these sex scenes with my parents, watching them with him, because it was, (laughs) it was like, actually, I was like uncomfortable. And then at one point, he fell asleep and he was, he fell asleep and then he woke up. And he's like, there's not enough sex in this movie. And I was like, Did, oh, didn't you just God. see that sex scene where like she's rewind it. literally, yeah, some, someone's going, a person we've never seen before is going down on her and she's standing up and yeah. like, it was crazy. I'm like, did you not just see that? And he was like, oh, I fell asleep. He was I so mad. I have an mad. update, guys. I have an update. <laughs> I just opened that Wikipedia to read that line to you. And I noticed there is a director's cut of this yes. movie that is NC-17. Oh, boy. Yes. So why didn't we watch cut, that cut? Well, it's unavailable. That cut oh, is unavailable oh, because it actually did worse than the regular DVD oh. cut. So there was a time, and I remember this again, and we have talked about this in previous Laserdisc uh, conversations, where there was a big market for like NC-17 cuts, like the getaway with Kim Basinger and Alec Baldwin. Like you almost, you saw Pete Henry there. and June. Henry, like you, you, people were like, but they were, taking our movies and making them yeah. hotter, like, or, you know, sexier. And it was on, on, on VHS. And this is a movie where I guess from what I read, it was really the, the sex tape is where there's 10 minutes of more sex footage. And people also say it has an alternate ending. And people also say that it makes the plot make sense. All these things, oh, all these things are up in the air because I want to just maybe start off with the thing that's the most disturbing to me about all of this, which is, one of the small details that gets lost in the sea of shit. This movie was produced by Robert Evans. Oh, yeah. So Robert Evans, a famous Hollywood pro- producer, Godfather, uh, you know, but uh, I believe The Exorcist 2, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, but uh, a he, prolific Paramount producer. The Kid Stays in the kid, Picture is his autobiography and the documentary about him. Like, if you have not seen it, The Kid Stays so in the good. Picture the documentary. Get involved because he is like a, a a key figure in 1970s filmmaking. And so one of the rumors I knew about Robert Evans, and I've heard many, was that my friend was working on a script with Robert Evans and he had a bureau and on top of the bureau were little lockets filled with women's pubic hair. And when this movie delivers that as one of the first plot points of the film. I was like, oh my, like there's Robert Evans going, you know, what will be interesting is if he, he, hang on, Paul, do you not have one of those? (laughs) That made me sick. That honestly made me feel the fact that they were all on just a side table. I I might have to, they were out out for display. It's not like a secret drawer. It's not an anything. It's just they're out at, at a side table next to like a radio. I was, they're, they're just oh. sitting there and there was so much of it. There was so, so much. There was so much so of it. So many different colors and... Oh, and there was, was like, it also, could, I mean, I know it was a, di- I know it was a different time, but there was a volume oh. in each oh. of those silver boxes. Cause they're not lockets, Paul, they're no. boxes and they're oh, little they're like, like pill boxes. They're little pig. Exactly. Pill boxes or snuff boxes or something like that. They're each engraved and they are 
chock full of pubes. They are like stop. Please it's like stop you it open right it. Now. You, and it's like a joke. It's like a, and they're it's fluffy. Like, it's a, it's like it, the snakes in a can joke in that you open it and pubes explode. <laughs> I, I was gonna say it's like I opening up. I genuinely feel sick. I genuinely feel sick right now. It was like I'm opening up. A, <laughs> I'm not kidding. All right. Like, all I want to say is I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to make June vomit. So I just want to say one thing and say this. Ugh. Why was that introduced when it played no part in the film at all? Like all they needed to do is DNA test or, or like it didn't play a part. I mean, I guess it only plays a part to say that perversion or kink. I don't want to per se. Yeah, no. This, say this movie. I can't stress enough. I, can, I don't know if you guys remember this. How much this movie was represented in its promotion and its reception as like too sexy. Right. Like too. It was it was the movie that people were like, now this has gone too far. The basic instincts, the kind of sexual erotic thrillers. They were like, this is because it was all of this kinky sex, like kinky sex, like guys going down on women. Ooh la la. Can you imagine? Or, or how about when that one woman just goes up to Chaz Palminteri and just whips out his dick and just starts going to town. By the way, well, like, that's, that's the that's same in so woman. many movies of this time. Yeah. Like yes. a guy in a suit. Like I'm still having to like unlearn some things because that's all. That's what I watched with my parents over and over. Was oh, like June. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, you are like Pavlovian like, condition. Like, that was my first experience of like Zip. what a woman's sexuality was. Was seeing multiple Is, women in movies like this. Just give blowjobs like You're immediately. Like, immediate blowjobs. How sex blow jobs. works is if a man is in pleated pants and in a, he in walks a nice up to suit, you, crotch to eye level, like you must, <laughs> you have no choice. You must start sucking his dick immediately. Nothing else can happen but that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. That scene is in every movie of this time. It really is. It it is a. But that is all of those scenes are just like these men are so powerful or wealthy or whatever that that they don't even have to engage in flirting, pleasantries, any the foreplay, anything. It is just transactional. They are just. They just get to. Yeah. That's exactly what the Amazon review kind of said right. that 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 it's just it just happens for them the kind of sex we all dream about the kind of sex you don't have to work for you know now listen, yeah well this <laughs> now i'm genuinely recovering from that pube discussion because you want to hear a clip of it I, no i don't i will say i also have a strong <laughs> stomach like i'm not somebody who feels i don't have a weak stomach i can just and press that, play right now and you can no, hear that discuss. made like, me but when, feel when sick. company is over do you think he that, that, do you think he puts those little little um, boxes away, or no. are, are those like well, a conversation? To this. Are those a conver- Are those like a conversation? Like, do you feel like if he Marie condoed his apartment, his house, like everything else would go, but the boxes yeah, would stay because they bring joy? I, now, I listen. Say, this I, what I was going to say to move off of this puke <laughs> conversation <laughs> is this movie has something I've never seen. There's a lot that I again I I both had never seen this movie. Before before and I've seen this movie many times but there was something that was brand new and I think has never happened in any movie ever that's ever been made in the history of cinema and that is two red-headed people in a scene together oh, oh yeah. yeah you're talking about the double ginger I have never it was so 
shocking. Yeah, to that's see called a double ginger, and it's considered two gingers together. It's con- this is you know for a long time people thought that you couldn't do it because the people wouldn't watch it, and this movie proved them right. <laughs> well, I mean, normally you're just going to do a man woman scene or a man man scene. Oh boy, but, but this ginger, a, a ginger ginger scene? a ginger ginger scene is. It, it, by the way, his hair is so ginger. And I've forgotten so about ginger. it. Oh, when these he two has, are full-blown ginge. And I want to say this about ginger representation. Like, I actually left this movie thinking like, wow, gingers are underrepresented in film and TV. And I agree. Because I was so stunned to see it that it made me, you know, um, it made me really think about how they're... Well, there's not a lot of gingers out there. I, I agree. And, I, and I'm not making fun of gingers. It was just an intense thing. And I think what makes it more intense is the way that they dressed <laughs> David Caruso, which was green on green on green. Green. Like green. They're constantly green, green turtleneck. Why was, was like, he? What? Why was his suit three shades of green? Like he, it green was shirt, like, green tie, green suit. It was as if he said to when he went in for his wardrobe fitting, he was like, my actor's secret is that I'm a leprechaun, <laughs> but I just, I just want to hint at that. Oh, no man. one, no, no one, no one fully looks comfortable in their clothes. I know that it's the nineties and whatever, but Charles Palminteri, I would be like, has he ever worn a super? It didn't look like, it didn't feel like the clothes, like it felt like the no. clothes were rebelling against the people, except for Linda Fiorentino and Angie Everhart. They look fantastic. You uh, cannot cast Chaz Palminteri in a movie and have anybody believe he's not the bad guy. Well, you I mean, just, Paul, that's yeah. not- Paul did not think he was the bad guy and I called it pretty early oh, on. What? Oh, come on. No, it, that's impo- it is the minute in the minute you make that casting decision, you're like, obviously that's the villain. But he you know, you know what I felt like he was doing? I felt like cause he just did the Bronx Tale, which the, this movie comes out the same year he's nominated for that. I felt like he's like, I'm changing it up. I am now a high class lawyer. I'm smooth. I'm sufficient. Like, cause he, listen, he had I, I'm working with Friedkin. Like, I mean, like I, I, you cannot underestimate at this point. William Friedkin is, you know, still riding out. Of, I mean, not riding high exactly, but he's still one of the, you know, well-regarded directors of his time. You, you wouldn't, yeah. you wouldn't know it from, um, he, this is the man who, who who did the car chase in the French Connection that is widely regarded as that and Bullet are the which he didn't do but the, are like the car chase the the er car chases of the modern era. Yeah. The car chases in this movie are terrible. They're I mean, terrible. The, the cars are launching at such a rate that it felt like <laughs> someone is rocket launching them. Like, yes. like they're flying over the hill. I mean, the Chinatown sequence oh, was the, a comedy. Oh, it was it was oh hilarious. I was so much OLing. So much disregard for human life oh in the God. car chase. So many more people died during the car chases than died because of the sex scandal. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that, absolutely. That car chase. But why would you ever drive into a full on parade and keep on driving? It seemed as if David Caruso, if he got out of his car, he would make more headway than he did. And and the car chase, it shot so weird that the, the POV sometimes is the hood of the car. And you saw it like break a vase and like knock over like a Buddha statue. It's like, what the fuck am I watching? Didn't we do another movie where... Andy Garcia is a lawyer who's also representing his ex-girlfriend or is trying to go against his ex. Didn't we do another one? He would have been great in that part. 
By the Ooh, way, yes. put Andy Garcia in, in in either of these parts. By the way, I would have uh, taken yeah. Andy Garcia like in an either Garcia. role. Um, Me too. Frankly, I recently um, rewatched The Godfather Three, and he is actually very, very good in it. They did. The wait, did you watch cut. the new cut? The new cut, and it's actually very, it. It is. For a flawed movie, it's a better version of the flawed movie. Okay. I, I actually think it's more enjoyable. Okay. Um, he left NYPD Blue, like Jason alluded to, to do this film. Um, and he did two films back to back. And coming off the hot, hot, you know, NYPD you cannot Blue. Under, you can't underestimate how enormous NYPD Blue was as a launching pad. And the fact that he then very <laughs> cockily was like, see you later, turkeys. Uh, and then just crashed and burned. Next thing you know, um, uh, 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 CSI, CSI Miami. Yeah. By the way, do you know that Free Kid wanted Warren Beatty to be David Crowley? Which actually, to me, would lend a level of gravitas to it in a way. Like, I feel like that's kind of like the Willem Dafoe uh, like, like I feel like in a weird way, David Caruso looked a little bit too young. To the, your, or, the, yeah, the only happen. person who is correctly cast in this movie is Linda Fiore of the main cast is Linda Fiorentino. Oh, wait, but hold on. And is the governor, incredible. the governor. Oh, oh, but then the rest of the, right. I'm saying of the I main. I thought Donna of the Murphy main. was fantastic. Sure, and I thought Michael Bean was great. Right. So we're I just saying of the three. There, of there the, was of great, the three. great, great people. I'm, I'm, I'm simply just saying of the trio of the main cast, Linda Fiorentino, David Caruso, and Chaz Palminteri, I think are miscast. Yes, I, I, I totally agree. I mean, why did ultimately? So, OK, first of all, let's talk about Linda's character for a second. Mm-hmm. Why is is she um, her 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 scholarship and area of like academics seems to be that she's studying violence in the workplace? She's studying exactly <laughs> what. Her husband is suffering from because, but she says at that lobby conference that she yeah. does that she's in a been, place that's like used for an airport in LA. Like that place, right. is, I feel like I've yes. shot. In that I thought place. she was introduced as somebody who studies violence in the workplace. Yes, I was no, also ra- like, yes, is rage, violence in the workplace a thing? Rage like I know in the postal system, but yeah, everywhere. But, but that no, 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 for like, sure. You're absolutely right. And she's t- she talks about it as if it is like it's happening like a here, seminar. there and everywhere, an epidemic. Exactly. As if you would give us a, a corporation like a sexual harassment <laughs> seminar or a safety in the workplace seminar. She's giving one about people who the frequent Blind. occurrence of people flying into <laughs> blind rages Rage. and everyone is in a suit. So this is a high profile like this yeah. is like uh, this is like a high level company and she's getting a private jet to go there so i didn't know if that was her her own private jet well, or the company then, sent the private well that's a good question but then also she seems to be a an art curator so oh, right. seemingly yes now is that just like oh i have this job but i'm also on the board All because right. it I, she's on like the board of the, the museum okay uh, and that's why she's talking to the guy that was murdered but that but seems if you're to, on the me board, to be her are like you like are you bringing she, collections well, like is that part to of the be that she was responsible for like curating like all the fertility masks and like specific pieces oh my god the oh wait we have to talk about the opening of this this right? oh yeah I, I have so many issues with oh, yeah. the, the lead character who we never meet and i want to just call out somebody that no one's going to give any credit to which is the person who did photoshop in this film it is the best photoshop jason and i talked about this it's terrible in wonder woman here the photoshop looks it looks like he is with reagan it looks like he is with nixon great photoshop even with the david caruso photoshop later on it's not bad 
And for a movie that came out so long ago, not bad at all. So you're going through this house and it's, I I think, pretty atrociously appointed. It very, uh, you know, it it has a very uh, Asian theme to it. Like it's it's like a general Asia, right? I feel like that there's like, there's a lot of these uh, cabinets. Like it's things that like my mom would get in our house. We had a lot of these same cabinets that were like Asia influenced, but I I don't, you know, but you got them at like pure one. Um, and uh, you're going up the stairs and you're hearing like this muffled talking. And then the music. If you have closed captioning on, you can hear what it says, oh. what's being said. Oh, what were they oh, saying? Wow. Anything worthwhile? It's all like general, like, what are you doing here? Hey, oh, okay. Get out of here. You know, it's it's those kind of exclamation. It's okay. not, it doesn't give you pertinent information or anything. So but. as you're hearing that muffled thing, the music crescendos so high like dun 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 on this on this fertility mask which plays no part in the entire film nor does it crescendo with the scene the, the, it just keeps on going on i'm like what is happening here like who chose a musical choice like you they hit do a thing when you seem dead yeah they do a thing in this movie which is to create a sense of like Things are weird here by incorporating a ton of like um, mat, like the art collection of this man who is the murder victim uh, that is the catalyst for the movie. His art collection is like rare artifacts and masks from all over the world. So he's like appropriating all of these like tribal masks. And and so the walls are decorated with these. Ma- I can just feel like I can see Friedkin being like, I want masks everywhere. I want I want oh, it to feel like everybody's watching because that's what this movie's about is people watching people fuck. <laughs> and die and those are the eyes and the masks are watching they know what's going on you know but to its point the masks never play a role like i was thinking yes, okay no. we're gonna see a sex scene with those masks on they're like oh, oh. who's behind it we don't no, know Paul, that's just what you wanted you invented well, that Ju- by the way june asked a question that I-, I fell asleep for but then i rewatched it last night after she went to bed and i was like why was Linda Fiorentino wearing the stocking over her face? Is that a, I ha- I wrote that down too. Okay, yeah, I don't is understand. That, is that a sexual thing? Is well, that like you a, I, when I asked you, you immediately said because it's sexy. No, I was joking because oh, I, I woke up and I, okay. I, I didn't I, see. I, I, didn't, thought, I thought she was breaking into a house terrifying. and had. A, I thought she was breaking into a house and had stocking on her. I felt like on the day they were like, I don't know. What if you put some pantyhose over your face? <laughs> like it felt like it was maybe maybe this is something people do during sex. Yeah, it but was like, like, it was like I don't it was understand. Like, like it was like we want to show something very sexy, but we don't. We can't show a lot of the things. Oh my god, so I loved the um, I loved the crime scene walkthrough where all the sex toys and everything oh. are out. And our favorite policeman is like, get a load of this. This is this the inflatable sex pillow. It looks like an inflatable neck pillow. Oh. And he's and he's reading the There's description. So many instructions on that. I, There's so many instructions that he's reading off of the pillow itself. A, number one, I mean, I'm not touching that pillow. Oh, like, he's it's, got it's it. fully inflated. Also, it has just been inflated, which must mean it was just used. Oh. So why is he handling it so casually? And why There's is dildos why is and butt box- plugs? on the pillow. I mean, it's it's literally, it's an advertisement for the yes. pillow on the box. Deep-seated massage oil. And over here we have a harmony pillow. This pillow allows deeper penetration by positioning both partners most advantageously. It raises the female hips, facilitating male entry. 
You can inflate the pillow to varying degrees of hardness or softness while enjoying the thrill of rotary and floating action. It's not in the box. He's reading it directly. No, he's reading it off, off of the pillow. No, I, I know. I'm saying, but he is reading what you would put on the box. Oh, yeah. it's like it's like oh, yeah, printed yeah. on I the. I do pe- feel yeah. like for that kind of stuff, you want it. Like if someone walks in, you want it to look like it could just be a part of your decor. It also is like, and I wonder if you it's too June, small. June in in your it was uh, pretty small. Yeah, the the version of you watching it with your parents and so forth. Like that guy, when they first enter the room, he grabs like a little bottle and he says like, blah, 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 scented massage oil. As if like, as if that's the most insane thing you could consider. (laughs) Oh, you know, it's like lube or massage oil being used during sex is, is like perversion. Guys, they literally are in a room full of veiny dildos and they look at this pillow that is, and I know I'm saying hello wrong. That's my own thing. Don't Listen, worry about it. I don't need from critiques. Long it's it's hard for me to I have to think about that word. Um, pillow, but pillow, but a pillow. Uh, he's holding. Wait, this wait, thing. wait. What are you guys? What, <laughs> I how say are you wrong? Pillow. I say pellow. I say pillow oh, too. because we're both from Long Island. That's why. Yeah. Okay. I didn't so notice. I, it. I know. I say. I say. I say. Worry wrong. Okay. What do you say? Say it again, Jason. I don't know. Worry. I'm worried about it. Yeah, you say that wrong. Yeah. It's but a, I, I also say hot dog. Oh, that okay, first of all, don't <laughs> ever pop, say that and again. And popcorn. <laughs> um, okay, well, I'm so That sad. is, those are amazing. Which are also apparently wrong. Everybody, can we talk a little bit about gift giving? Because holiday season is here, and Amazon has low prices on gifts and millions of everyday items to help you make the most of your budget. Now, because they actually have the lowest prices on the hottest gifts, the latest gadgets and whatever you want, okay, you actually save some money so you can actually treat yourself to a gift from your favorite person, yourself. Okay, yes, I know it's a bit taboo to talk about shopping for yourself during the holidays. I get it, but you know what? I love doing it. Amazon, I'm searching around. I'm like, oh, I'd like that. No one will know that I would like that. Instead of leaving a hint, I just click add to cart. All right, got a travel mug, visual history, die hard, put it in the cart. For me, when it comes to the house, I wrap it, I put it under the tree. And then on Christmas, I open it up. I go, who gave me this? And everyone's like, I don't know. And with the fast and free shipping, Amazon can get you last minute gifts delivered whenever you need them. So what are you doing? Shop early holiday deals at amazon.com slash deals. Let me paint the picture. Your partner, your girlfriend, they're dropping hints. They want a ring, but you have no clue where to start. Join the club. You can't just keep on buying yourself time, pretending like, oh, I'm a little hard of hearing. And you know, I didn't, I didn't get that. Or, or maybe you just crash your car because you're like, oh, I have to deal with the car now. Don't do that. Don't do it at all. Thankfully, jamesallen.com is making buying the perfect engagement ring a whole lot easier. Here's the thing. jamesallen.com is the online destination for designing a customized engagement ring that you will love more easily than you ever thought possible. And guess what? You're going to save 50% compared to traditional stores. 50% plus you get to have a say in this. You get 200,000 certified conflict-free diamonds. You can pick from 
hundreds of settings in platinum, white gold, rose gold, yellow gold, but you can also magnify your diamonds so you can check it out what it looks like up close. They got real-time diamond consultants who can walk you through the process. Everything from jamesallen.com comes with a lifetime warranty, free resizing, engraving, and hassle-free 30-day returns. Get 25% off your order when you go to jamesallen.com and use the code BONKERS. That's code BONKERS at jamesallen.com for 25% off. jamesallen.com For some, today is an ordinary day. But for you, today could be the day you try a new McDonald's sauce for the first time. Maybe you'll dip a McCrispy sandwich into McDonald's mambo sauce. Maybe you'll spread sweet and spicy jam into your sausage egg McMuffin. Maybe you'll dunk your McNuggets into both new sauces. Any day you try McDonald's new sweet and spicy jam and mambo sauce will be a special day because their time in our famous sauce lineup is limited. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. All right, so again, just to get back to this scene, because there's so much to unpack in this in this house, this this pillow, pillow, um, is so small and it seems so like honestly, not even that sexual. It's like, oh, so I guess you could put that underneath your back. Like there's a really funny No, Paul, um, you put it you, no, you don't put it underneath your back. <laughs> oh, wait, you God. lay on top of it. <laughs> oh wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, I thought you, you put under. You know, you put it's it. not a. You don't bring it on an airplane. It's not a neck pillow. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is this. No, wait. I don't want to be misconstrued. I'm saying that you could you can use it in many different ways. Like you could put it underneath your hips, so your hips are higher, so you could have a different entry you point. Lie, you could put it. No, oh, you put it. That's, like, oh, he describes it, uh, babe. You he, lie he, over he, it. He reads. He reads the so instructions. I'm just saying, but it's but it. But yes, okay, okay, we're saying the same thing. But I, I also think that you could, I think you could also be laying on your back and put it underneath your, your, uh, the small of your back and launch your back because I think it has Wait multiple purposes. Look, so hold on. Holy shit. How would you, it's a V that goes up. Like, how no, it, it was, it back? had multiple folds. Oh Look, my God. There was a great bit in se- a burn after reading about like those sex pillows that like George Clooney has. It's like these big sex blocks like that. That's to- the sex. That's the fuck machine. No, no. That was like, didn't he have like those big, it almost looked like something you would see at a gymnastics, uh, like place it's like big cubes and stuff like that he because he, well, he builds mad. that he builds oh. that thing that you can sit on and that and and when you ride oh, it right yeah. the dildo comes out the middle so you it's a fuck machine okay well all right so anyway i just thought like <laughs> I, I guess I, I, is my understanding no, of I it think I, you're I, right I, about paul maybe where i think it is a, it's, i thought the width of it was very small like it, it was looks very small like it's it yes. looks, for a smaller frame it looked like mean, i'll be honest it looked like a travel pillow Yes, you know, it looked like an inflatable did. travel pillow. It wasn't um, like, I guess what I'm saying is it wasn't like, ooh, what are they doing? It's like, oh, yeah, it's just so she can get fucked in the ass my better. Thing. Like, I mean, here's my, my thing <laughs> is, here's, <laughs> I, I, call deal? me crazy, but if you need to raise someone's <laughs> pelvis up, use a pillow. Right, well, like a pillow that's on the bed. But you don't want to get that stuff on your. Why you do don't you want to get that go and junk on the pillow? Inflate. The, it's cheap looking. The inflatable sex pillow that's, is cheap looking. I think looking. you're right about that. I think if you were to create something, and listen, I don't know where our merch is at. <laughs> if we want to get in the fuck pillow game, get but in it. it Holy public, shit! Can you create Holy a shit! T public. T public dot slash htdgm slash fuck pillow. That's it. We're putting them I, out. I do think it could be. 
I think it could be great if it were more, if it had more, um, like, weight Somebody, to it. Like, it looked if like it was like a Tempur-Pedic. Somebody, yeah. If it was like a Tempur-Pedic material. Yeah. So that you felt like it could really take a lot of punishing, but give you support. I'm drawing a picture right. of this for you now, because I believe that, I believe that if, uh, okay, hold on. Okay. We gotta we gotta see if T Public or who we if we have to go outside of T Public to manufacture how did this get made branded fuck pillows we'll do it. All right, we so just the, need to figure right, out so what the design. I don't know is. if you can. I don't know if you can see this. It may not. It may not show up. Um, you see this? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. This is a T-shirt. This is a T-shirt. Send this to whoever immediately. Okay. This is the T-shirt. I'm confused though. Which is right, the, the pillow? The, I, the, no, pillow no, no. the pillow and the leg. The mistake you made, Paul. Wait, Paul. Um, stop. Yeah, yeah. Keep that so it can oh. be the T-shirt. Don't oh, okay. right, don't right, alter I, that drawing. All right, I can get it back. I can get it back. Oh my god. I can get, but that like that just gives you a little bit more oh. of a. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second. What is what is the f- <laughs> Paul is <laughs> Paul is drawn a stick figure couple having sex. What which way is the prone person facing? <laughs> so this is missionary. This is missionary? Yes, it's missionary, but it but the hips are higher. So oh. The hips, the hips don't. But why high. are the legs going straight out? Like the point of the why, that yeah. pillow is for it to lift your up. hips up. Up, it's yeah. <laughs> it's, the hips are up because if she was down, her yeah, butt but would be on the bed. Why are her legs? But why are her legs flying straight? Her out? legs seem to be. They need to be held aloft. Yeah, well, he's why holding is, her legs. He's like, holding her legs he, right there. Why? It looks like her legs <laughs> need like stirrups. Is this an OBGYN appointment? Is she getting a pap smear? What's happening? I just think that if you put the if you put the cube as a triangle underneath the small of your back, you're lifting up. Here's what yes. I'll say. I agree. With, I agree with you, Paul. I think the pillow can be used. Thank you. E- e- uh, either uh, underneath you, uh, uh, facing face down, That's if you're the woman face yeah. down, or face up. It's it really is just to lift uh, 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 right. your hips, your pelvic uh, area higher. I think that's it on either side. But your drawing <laughs> needs to be a t-shirt. I cannot. Okay. I, I, this might be the first. How did this get me a t-shirt? I buy. Holy uh, shit! The first stick drawing you drew. Was I just, I will next just do that. level. Okay, I will just do that, and I holy will, shit, I can oh recreate god. it very simply. Oh they, my god, they didn't even have a head. The guy didn't even have a head. <laughs> okay, but holy shit, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If we're gonna make this fuck pillow, then we need. I think it needs to be because the one in the movie had like, didn't it have like a hollow center? Well, no, yeah, the one in the movie, yes, this and it also had like, it also had a hinge. Well, yeah, that's it also, the thing that which George was Clooney strange. hasn't burned after reading. Okay, this because this needs to be a solid, like uh, dense material. It's got to be Tempur Pedic, I think. <laughs> We got to talk to our memory foam. Oh, oh, this is what we can do. We can partner. I'm sure as a podcast, we have partnerships with one of these dumb memory foam companies. Casper. By the way, I'm just showing you. By the way, I'm showing you guys. Put us in touch. I'm showing you the sex pillow that was in Burn After Reading. Yeah, that's that's, that's it. It looks like like, also the same type of thing that 
Yeah, that, oh, that's, that's what I'm just like about. a wedge. That's that what I was like saying. A, a workout wedge. Like, that, wedge. Like, yeah, that, that's what I was saying. That's what I remember it as being like a wedge. But now, like, now Google. I mean, if there are this the sex pillow from this movie, Jade. Jade. I love that pillow. your Google search was George Clooney's sex <laughs> pillow. Well, like no, like, don't do Jade. Or oh, I guess <laughs> Jim, <laughs> even the movie. Just Jade. Well, here, sex look, this pillow. is it. This is it. Like this one looks like Wait, about right. This, this one looks about like I mean, look, Jade is not. Gonna, we, we've advanced in technology, but that that's How about, about Jade the movie sex pillow. Okay, Jade movie sex pillow. Because it looked like an inflatable. Oh, it, I have the clip. I have the clip. I can play right here. I mean, we all remember what it looked like. It looked yeah. inflatable. It looked like it had one of those little plastic things that you blow up. Yeah, it looks like an inflatable like Ames chair or something like that, like a yeah. small version of it. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. By the way, do not. Google Jade movie sex pillow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really is opening up a lot. Unless that. unless you want some very intense results. <laughs> um, I, w- I will say this, that in a house where there is so much stuff going on, the fact they point out massage oil, a pretty innocuous pillow, and then a California pizza or Wolfgang Puck pizza, like that a frozen pizza. That so hard. Oh, like we got it. We just have... We gotta play. We gotta play David Caruso. Uh, just when he realizes what he's in, and uh, when he sees the pizza, Christelle, Beluga, Wolfgang Puck. It's a fuck house. It's not just a fuck house. He's got a nice little camera over here, and there's another one up here. Low light, high density. Next door neighbor says he saw a lot of women come over here. Hey, did you uh, check out these jam and jellies and clitorifics? I was thinking about you. Honey, if I were you, I'd rip off a few of those butt plugs. They're designed for the perfect asshole. I mean, that, that, when he, his realization. Well, it's also like, this is a movie that really is, it's trying to give you access to like the mega wealthy. Right. Right. And the mega wealthy are so wealthy that when they go to have their affairs, they have a, a, a fuck house on the coast that in the bedroom, you know how opulent they are? In the bedroom is a mini fridge, question mark, full of champagne, caviar, and Wolfgang Puck frozen, frozen pizzas. But, but you would have because to go that to the is kitchen like the to make it. You would have to go to the kitchen. To, like, it's not, you can't just like caviar again. Yeah. But like you'd have to be like, oh, I keep the I keep the sex pizzas in here, <laughs> darling. Can I get you some champagne? Perhaps I can go heat up a pizza. <laughs> it's like what? Because that's always this the thing maybe, you really want to do. Maybe some but chocolates. There, listen, sometimes maybe you do some... need snacks after you know. I think, hey, you know, I have no problem uh, listen, with I... snacks. We saw it in that movie with Kevin uh, with uh, with Alec Baldwin, where they're like nakedly eating like Doritos after sex. It was so bizarre that uh, that addicted to love movie. I think if you're going to a fuck house, then you're exerting a lot of energy and a lot of calories and you might need to sustain yourself. So I, I actually appreciated that there was a pizza there. I agree 100%. I just think the pizza could have been in the, the freezer of the kitchen yeah. fridge, not in the bedroom. You got to bring oh, it in the oven. Saying. Yeah, That's unless true. they had an oven in the my, kitchen. My problem is like the caviar, fridge. the champagne, these are bedroom things. If there gotcha. was chocolate dipped strawberries or the, yeah. the, the things that connote like sex or, or whatever, but this is to me like, darling, some champagne, perhaps some caviar. If you want, I have a Wolfgang Puck pepper. <laughs> Peppers and sausage pizza that can go. By the way, can we just talk about the perv next door? 
The perv next door. I felt badly for that guy. He both, he wasn't pervy enough that it was comfortable for me. Like I right. would have rather like a full perv next door. No, he but was instead like, instead it was just suburban... like a kindly gentleman who was also clearly a perv. And I was like, oh, this is, this is actually too real. But by the way, we all are that person. I would imagine like if you lived on the coast and, and there was like a lot of weird activity going on at night, you'd probably take out, like, you know, you'd probably take out some binoculars and be like, oh, what's going on? But I guess he went one extra step because he could identify the faces of everyone. Yeah, the yeah he was he was pretty dialed into what was going on. That guy, oh you know, God. he's like, I since I retired, this is pretty much all I do. But remember, this is an era when we didn't have Netflix or streaming right. services. A really so like good one point. of the one of the we only things neighbors. to watch you one of the only things to watch at night was your neighbors. <laughs> like I watched all, and when in my old New York apartment, the apartment building across the street was a bevy of personal dramas. Oh. Oh, wow. That's so fun. I've never had that. Oh, my God. Michael, um, I have a real question for you guys. Okay. So why was Linda Fiorentino's character, who is a doctor, who is engaged in philanthropic elements, is on the board at the museum, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Why is she involved in this sexual, um, I'm not asking why does she have sex with I have, all of these I have men. An actual, I have an actual real but answer. Why for this. is she being used by the dead man almost as if she works for him? Well, I have an answer. To, to, uh, she seems to be a sex worker, the same way that Angie Everhart seems yes. to be, but but they don't seem to be in equal statuses so, at all, and I didn't understand that. So here's the issue: mm. uh, Hester House writes this script. And um, and they offer it to Linda Fiorentino, who's coming off Last Seduction. And she's like, I don't want to play uh, a sex worker in this film. And Friedkin goes, don't worry, I'll rewrite it for you. And huh. changes a couple of pieces. Now, apparently, according to uh, Michael, uh, Michael Bean, uh, he said that the script made no sense at any point. Like he's like at the table read, he was like, I'm the villain. Uh, You know, so I guess freaking just kind of came in and changed it all. But it, when I realized that I was like, Oh, it makes so much more sense. It's written that she is also a sex worker. Yeah. Cause that made sense. That would make sense because what I couldn't figure if, if it was just, she led this secret double life, fine. But why is she doing the bidding? To me, it's like Chaz Palminteri is a guy who gets too attached to her. And then he starts to, or, you know, or, or some version of that. Like there is some, mm. it, it just, it, and that's why her profession is bizarre and it's shoehorned Because the in. dead man, right? The dead man, the reason he's filming all this stuff is so that he has blackmail material on all the most powerful men. Right. And she is the most sought after of the women that the powerful men want to have sex with. So she features prominently in all this. But, okay, but, but even I, Jason's question isn't answered though, because even in that but her person- Appetite. Why? She has no idea this is she. If we were to believe her, which I actually do, uh, uh, she doesn't know she's being filmed. She, I think, she just thinks she enjoys the sex. Well, that's I think what I think that that's what what this movie. I think that's what what this movie. I think what this movie does unsuccessfully is just say like, oh, so she cheated on her husband once, and she's like, ooh, I've had such a boring sex life with my husband that now I would like to find more exciting things. So I guess she says to the the art dealer, like, hey, do you have any friends that maybe I could but also, she, 
yeah. also. I don't think that's the case. That guy, the old guy, she did. She did. That's what I'm saying. She, and I that's think that, where like, I get confused with Jade because I'm like, I understand why she's not satisfied with Chaz, and I get. Oh, that, by the way, that sex like, is so upsetting. That, that was sex upsetting. scene is so that was, weird. He is hard without any foreplay. And, and, and she all, cries during And, and he also is making <laughs> sounds of a cry. Like, he's like... <laughs> He's making like, he's like making MacGruber level sex sounds. <laughs> but like, uh, <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> I mean, here, here is Angie Everhart talking about why she is special. I'd go to the Pacifica house and a guy would come in and we'd spend the night. They wouldn't know who I was and I didn't know them. You know, a couple of those creeps, they didn't even want me. They wanted this other girl that they'd fucked before. They called her Jade. One of those guys was the governor. Jade must have rocked his world. Because he wanted me to bend over and turn around. But I don't take it that way. He told me that Jade, she took it anyway. She couldn't get enough of it. She loved it. I saw her once leaving Kyle's house. She had uh, long, beautiful hair and great legs. I think it was her. I never met her. I'd like to, though. I'm into women, mostly. But again, Jason, to your point, it doesn't really... Right, like, I why would she y- fuck that old guy then? If that's what she wants I But why wasn't she you. bringing this into her married life? Well, I think that was a lost cause, babe. She also okay. used to date Caruso. Right. And they have an they have a pseudo sex scene that is aborted because he kind of rejects her but, because he says you killed this guy. But okay, so but Chaz tells like Caruso, and this such so many weird things here, because Caruso loves Linda Fiorentino. And Chaz Palminteri knows that. And he's like, Well, maybe I'll get a divorce. And and like they have this like weird jockeying for like, you wanna fuck my wife? And she's like, and he's like, yeah, and they know it, and it's weird. But she told him. So Linda Fiorentino told Chaz Palminteri she left Caruso because he's a bad lover. Then went to Chaz Palminteri. Oh, wait, what? When did that happen? That's in the locker room of the racquetball scene. He goes, you know, you know why she left you? She said, you're a bad lover. And he goes, why would she tell you that? And he's like, she tells me I'm sorry. Hang on. Paul? Yeah. That is a statement of the villain. I think okay. I don't necessarily. I don't think you should trust. I, I you know, I think I, you should they say it, assume I everything that. Chaz Palminteri is saying is meant to further mm. his villainous. He's okay. trying to. He's trying to make David Caruso think Linda Fiorentino did it. But mm. uh, okay, so like seeding, he's seeding it early on. Okay, but but now Chaz Palminteri seems to have an active sex life with these other women, like the other woman seems incredibly drawn to him. So I don't understand. Well, what- also, I believe that blonde, the blonde who blows him on the terrace. Yeah. I, I believe works in Caruso's office. No, she works for Chaz. She's his secretary. Oh, oh really? It's not the same woman who comes up to him in the police station so. in the district attorney's office and says, Angie Everhart will meet you at this restaurant at blank and blank. No, o'clock. because when David Caruso goes to see Chaz, he she lets him in 
Oh, okay. I, I didn't clock oh, that. Okay. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. I thought she was part no, of the. That other would be thing. a really okay, small it. world. This relationship. That's is... one of the reasons I kept thinking. Like, it's like they it's know, as they if there's only people. twelve people in in this entire structure of you know the, f- the the courts, the police, the governor. The, everybody the has access to everybody. The fact yeah. that yeah. he's an assistant DA traveling with cops and then interrogating her in all these weird basements. I mean, they have more offices in this movie. The cops go to a different office every scene. They're in the basement. They're in a shooting gallery. They're in like a file office. Like they are wait, setting up shops wait. at every. Do you remember when Angie Everhart's character is in the witness interrogation room, and there is an a window in the room, not a yeah. not a glass, not a mirror, two way mirror, a window. On the other side of the window is the firing range for <laughs> the police department. So like w- those two rooms are just next to each other. You can watch people practice shooting uh, before they go in and do an interrogation. I was confounded I was confounded, too. Did they rough her up before she came in? Because... Well, again, no, she fell down those I stairs. Remember, Caruso tackles her down the stairs. I know she fell down the stairs, but she seems... The way she plays that and is touching her bruises and everything, it seems like something else happened in between the oh. time that we saw her last... But here's my I, I question about was, her. Why does she, why does Chaz kill her? Why? Because oh, she could identify. Or did he, or was that the governor? Oh. Well, I think the governor sent his people out to get. Wait a second. Yeah. Like, I think the people, I think the people that killed Angie are Michael Bean. Yes. And that's his name. Um, the guy because they're the breaking other, into the, the house. They're breaking into the house at the end for the governor. And they just happened to, gotcha. again. This group of seven people that travel around each other. <laughs> they, uh, they like they're doing their own thing. That's un because basically Chaz Palminteri is only killing, <sighs> only is killing people that are involved with Jade. Like he doesn't care. Like which is he does, really what's his? So how many people have has he killed? Chaz two three. <laughs> oh two two. He's Maria. killed and the perv. No, he killed oh. the old man and the perv. No, no. Yes, exactly. The, the old man, old the old, man. the old, the art dealer who is, who is, by the way, like a Halloween the Horror original. Nights. Halloween Horror Nights is like crucified crazy. on the wall. Like I was like, this is the weird, like, and they go, oh, it's a crime of passion. It's not a crime of passion. That is an intentional, like you crucified a man on the wall. That was, that visual was wild. That was I was like, this is you know um to would take a tremendous amount of time and effort to th- that was like a, yeah. a seven but like the movie seven level death scene by the way i, I mean that about- yeah you'd you'd need a wolfgang puck pizza right after <laughs> oh you need to crush you need to crush a puck as i like and to you say. maybe need to just pop up on one of those canisters and take a, a whiff of some of that pubic hair uh just to get you back in and- <laughs> <laughs> For some, today is an ordinary day. But for you, today could be the day you try a new McDonald's sauce for the first time. Maybe you'll dip a McCrispy sandwich into McDonald's mambo sauce. Maybe you'll spread sweet and spicy jam into your sausage egg McMuffin. Maybe you'll dunk your McNuggets into both new sauces. Any day you try McDonald's new sweet and spicy jam and mambo sauce will be a special day. Because their time in our famous sauce lineup is limited. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. I will tell you this. I will say this. This movie feels like it is written by like a horny 
like it's written by like a horny kid who only like understands missionary positions and then is like what if you could do all this and i feel like everybody who goes like every parent who went home well, that that's night, how like, i feel about all of yeah that's how i felt about all of bridgerton i feel <laughs> I like all of bridgerton it. was written by 11 year olds who'd only heard a little bit about sex but were like i think it's like uh this and then they then they write it because all of the characters in bridgerton are so ill-informed about sex for such horny people uh, it is I I mean, listen, now have that- I watched every episode? Yes, I have. <laughs> I was show on surprised, ever. like after um, after seeing those two gingers in a scene together. Like I was surprised, <laughs> looking back at that pube scene, that there weren't any ginger pubes. There must have been. There, well, like, there weren't there, any that we saw. Well, maybe we he didn't, didn't sleep see with Angie Hart. May I guess maybe he didn't sleep. Although when we see Angie Everhart on the on uh, on the autopsy table, she doesn't have, she doesn't have any pubes. So perhaps that's why, I mean, maybe, you know what, maybe we need to go back to the, the establishing shot of the side table. What's interesting about that, because I noticed that too, and the governor actually refers to her hairy pussy. I don't yeah. remember that. Oh. June. Oh. Sorry. June. Clean, that's what he said. Clean it up, June. That's what he said. I'm clean it, June. Oh. All right, so we're going to play that clip of the people here right now. <laughs> if you drag me into this business, David... If my name even shows up on the periphery of this, David, you better get the fuck out of the state of California because you'll have as much of a future here as Jerry Brown. Who's Jerry Brown? Wouldn't it just be an awful goddamn shame if one hairy little pussy and a thimble full of sperm were to affect the future of this great state of ours? Was Medford blackmailing you? I don't get blackmailed, Mr. Corelli. I do the fucking. I never get fucked. No, 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 no. It was so upsetting that I remembered it. And then, yeah. and so then when we see her naked on the, on the examining table, I was like, oh, where are her pubes? And then I thought, well, maybe the autopsy procedure shaves them off. No, no. I don't Why know. <laughs> maybe I don't she didn't know. Like I know like with vaginal birth deliveries that you I don't might think they be do onto anymore, something. They used to shave women's. Do you think they pubes. do that to give to the family? <laughs> like instead of ashes, like instead of being yeah. cremated, you can here, here are her ashes and here are her pubes. Well, here's the thing. I, you have I, to I, pay I for the hear, urn and oh, you have to pay for the silver for box. I, I did hear that Angie Everhart <laughs> did go method with this, but did not want to do a nude scene. So that is a body double. So if, if it yeah. was Angie Everhart, it would have been correct. The body double did not do the work. That she did, like the Robert uh, De Niro of gaining a lot I of see, weight. I, I will say that I do love the governor. Are you saying Angie Everhart gained a lot of weight no, for this? I'm saying role? that she, no, like, I think like, she looks the, great. The, like getting into uh, getting I'm into kidding. the character. Yes, um, I, I will say this: the governor does say some things where I'm like, like he. I love Richard Crenna in this movie. Like the one day that he shot on this movie to get the end, Richard Crenna. But the the when he's interviewing David Caruso, the blocking in this movie is so terrible. It's like so specific and weird and stilted, like a Broadway show. Um, and like, as if you don't have a camera. And when he gives this monologue to David Caruso, I don't fuck. I get fucked. I'm like, I was like, like, no, he's saying I don't get fucked. Oh yeah. He goes, I never, yeah. I, I do the fucking. All right. So yeah. So whatever that clip is, I do the fucking, <laughs> I don't get. There is so much setup. Yeah. Well, that, but I mean, but it is like, it is a weird thing. Cause I felt like, is he flirting with David Caruso now too? Like, it did no. seem, yeah, no, I felt that too. There was a certain energy of like, I thought in that moment, I hear what you're saying, Paul, like he was saying he was going to, Fuck him. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay. even just to humiliate him, he would do that. Like, you know, like, <laughs> oh, oh, I see. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. 
just to, just to, just to humble just to him. Just to show him he could. Like I have the power to do. Well, that. it is. It this is another one of those movies from the like the eighties and nineties in which. Um, People in power have a level of power that is so great, yeah. they can just assassin. they can just di- make people disappear constantly. Well, listen, like I mean, I just watched the Jeffrey Epstein documentary on Netflix. There oh are still, I, I agree, Jason, this. I agree that like there, that this was sort of a trope of the time where like the governor or senators could get, you know, there were no systems of checks and balances, but- you think of Jeffrey Epstein and what happened there and why he's not serving time in a small um, box for the rest of his life for his crimes. Like, I do wonder about these men in power and what they're capable of. 100 I agree with you 100 percent in that regard, but they're killing each other. You know what I mean? Like they're like what I'm like, I agree. They can like make uh, 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 their their power allows for them to uh, exert power over powerless people. No, but I'm talking about how Jeffrey Epstein was able to um, commit suicide in that prison. Oh, oh, like the people will turn the other way. People will turn the other way. I'm sorry. I see what you're saying. Or it was a hit job. I don't believe he did. Right. So, you believe he was uh, murdered. You know, I do too. Some version. Do you of, not believe yeah. that, Jen? No, I do believe that actually. I think okay, that that's um, very possible. Well, here's again, not to pull this away from Jeffrey Epstein, but I will say <laughs> I am confused. <laughs> We're just segueing this podcast into a Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm so it's happy getting, to do that. Uh, believe me, I know you've been getting into it. I was telling Jason the other night, it's very hard to pull you away from your murders, uh, your murder mysteries, uh, your real life murder <laughs> mysteries. <laughs> Um, and sexual uh, abductions. Um, here's what I will say. Uh, I don't understand the overall plot. I understand that there was nope. a wealthy businessman blackmailing other people just to have to have it at his disposal, right? And he had a cabal of women and he paid Angie Everhart $10,000 for two sessions or whatever, or for how many sessions that she did. Po- possibly there were more. Jade is working just because she's in a bad marriage, but it doesn't make sense because it seems like Jade is very sexual and her husband is very sexual because he's having affairs and it just feels like... But okay, just because they both have sexual impulses, Paul, doesn't mean they're compatible. Okay, that's a good... All right, well, that's but, okay, right? So there you go. She, yeah, but I, I agree with you, Paul, in that I don't think she's participating in all of this sex to gain blackmail material. No, I agree with I that. I think she is pursuing pleasure. Yes, but she that, also... That is what I believe she... I believe her when she says that is her intention. And, but she's also... That she so, didn't know that. She's so flirty with her husband at the at the gala. She's like, oh, stay. Come on, stay. And, they, and he's like, oh, I yeah. can't stay. Right, but, but she can't be Jade with him. Okay, so that's yeah, really what it that's is. Yeah, that's okay, that last line when he's like, why don't you show me line. a little Jade? Can, can yeah. we, I want to play that clip now, too. The, yeah. the, the ending where Chaz Palminteri like, oddly reveals the whole end and gets away with it. Here. Where did you get these? Cal Medford showed them to me the day before I killed him. You knew when you killed him. He was a scumbag. He would have taken us both down. I would never let anyone hurt you. But I don't remember any of it. You know what I think it is? Hysterical blindness. Do me a favor, Trina. Next time we make love, you introduce me to Jade. That's a, and then the movie ends. The movie ends. That's it. Credits. 
It's it is really so. I mean, to answer your earlier question, Paul, I believe this movie has two concurrent villains. Right. Mm -hmm. There is the Chaz Palminteri villain who is trying to exact a certain revenge on his wife Mm -hmm. by killing all of the men who have fallen in love with her sexually. Okay, Right. He's jealous of them. All right. This is helping. me. I believe so. Okay. Now that happens to intersect with the initial murder happens to be this man who is using, as you said, Angie Everhart, Linda Fiorentino, and perhaps other women to use them to have sex with men in this place where there are cameras so he can get blackmail material. So he is a, he is so then the what governor. What does he want for with that blackmail material? What is he doing with that money? It, I we masks, don't I don't we, I don't masks? think we ever know. Yeah, yeah okay. maybe you could buy more. I don't think we ever know because he's dead from exactly. the jump. But but the villain is the governor. Yeah, the well, governor yeah. who once he sees those pictures, he realizes I need everybody who might have seen but, any of this to go away. But wait, but which is why they keep trying to kill Caruso. Then why isn't the man in the tape with Jade from the beach house? somebody that anyone knows because if the whole idea is that he's blackmailing famous men, wouldn't you go, Oh my gosh. And that's the head of blank blank. They're just more focused on her. That's what so I was So you think it's about. maybe a, a Bubba the Love Sponge Hulk Hogan scenario uh, where yeah, I like, just what, thought there the, were other guys she was bringing there to fuck that were maybe not a part of, but it's ooh. that guy's house. I know, but it seems she knows she can so, go there. Okay. Oh, so, so maybe what you're saying is, that guy goes, hey, you have all this stuff in you. Here's the keys to my house. Use it at your leisure. And he's just maybe getting not even blackmail footage because that's not in the safe. Although he did throw the tape in the he did throw the tape in the fireplace, which means makes me think that he does tape all the sex there. But then it's like, you know what? I don't care about this because that's just her getting Wait a second. off. Wait, no, no. Who <laughs> threw the tape in the fire? The man who was killed like the Halloween Horror Nights in the beginning. See, I don't know that that's the case. Okay. It could be Chaz Palminteri who threw the tape in the fire. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. But he, why would he be there? Because he killed him. No, but he wouldn't kill him at the beach house. He killed him at the other house. Oh, so that tape was in the... the they found, the governor, is it they found he... the governor pictures in his safe. They found that tape in the ashes of the fireplace. So the My fire assumption be would be that Chaz Palminteri <laughs> is trying to erase any... Anything that connects Linda Fiorentino to this stuff. See, I wonder if in the original script, Linda Fiorentino (laughs) used to be a sex worker for this guy, and he's trying to erase that past for her to kind of clear her out as like, Mm. I want to be married to a reputable woman. And, And he maybe has more of an abusive relationship with her and a powerful relationship with her because of that because he's bringing her into I society could see that. like yep. he may have met her that way but i mean there's there's something missing i guess is what i'm we saying might, yeah, i agree there's something yeah. missing <laughs> we might we might just be, not be able to solve it because it might not be there it might because like i said i kept writing like wait what has happened that this is now like i felt like scenes were missing connections weren't being made like this had many of the like like i said very broad strokes of the police or this the lawyer now has this so blah, blah, but none of it was based on like gathering evidence, finding clues. Uh, like the guy, oh, oh my God, the, we do have the scene where the guy, the tech runs the tape and he's like, great, zoom, enhance. Yeah. You know, like we do have one of those, which made me laugh. No, no, f- freeze it, freeze it, magnify they it. They also say the film is low density. Now, I know a little yeah. bit about filmmaking. I've never heard about low density <laughs> film. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that it was. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was wild. It doesn't make sense. And it ends so abruptly that you're like, what did I just watch? Like it ends in a weird way. It's like, okay, so I guess Chaz got away with it. 
And now she's going to be stuck in this relationship where she's got to pretend to be Jade or kill him. I mean, sequel is ready to go. Yeah. What I couldn't figure out was like, it really is. It makes a fool of David Caruso. Yeah. Well, he'll never be a DA. Because he doesn't solve the case. No. Well, he does. Because I think that those minions go down for the whole thing. That's what I mean, though. So Chaz oh. Palminteri gets away oh, I with murder. Like, he, yes, like, he doesn't. Yeah, he so. thinks oh, this is crazy. Like, who's the who's the who's who? Like, so what? To, to think about it, really, the 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 movie ends and the villain has won. Yes. How often does that happen? Yeah, and and you would buy it more if it was the femme fatale because I think that that's more expected. Yes. But here it's like Chaz Palminteri. It's like, huh. No, that the the absolute g- gross villain has won. Wins the His day. wife is now trapped with him, and David Caruso. I don't even know. We don't even land. We don't even end with David Caruso. No, it's bizarre. Very strange. But that's. I think that's part of not wanting to end on a ginger. <laughs> and you know <laughs> well, what? You that might have been a good choice. <laughs> and I you don't, know what? Honestly, you guys, I don't think you can end a movie on a ginger. There you go. That's the shirt. Um, uh, Obviously, we had opinions about this movie. People out there with a different opinion. It is now time for second opinions. The movie was a piece of shit. Yet this person recommends it. Tell me what is the message? Maybe that art is subjective. Opinion. That was John LeJoie. June, you want to say something uh, about your comments about gingers in this show? <laughs> First of all, I'm not the only one. A lot of times I feel like I, I have to bear the brunt of a few things here. I'm not the only one to make comments about gingers, but I... Oh, I did too. Thank Me you, too. Jason. <laughs> I just want to say that I have I think that there are so many stunning gingers out there. Like actually Absolutely. take my breath away gingers. Um, yes. It was just a surprise, and I, it was a surprise to see a male ginger. I, yeah. It was all it was all surprising. I have nothing to say bad about gingers as far as how they look and how beautiful they are. I only had to say it about their box office uh, viability. That's really what I think I'm trying to get is to. The that, is that what you call ginger vaginas? <laughs> box office viability. Well, that's when viability. I use that pillow to to help get their. Uh, Ooh, their, I just heard it. Yeah, hello. Yeah, hello. hello. You just said, "Oh, that was interesting." That's the first time I heard it. Okay, got it. These are five star reviews, uh, cold from Amazon. Seventy two percent of them are five star reviews, and this is not one of those situations like um, in episodes past where this is bundled into like a bunch of movies. This is one movie, uh, and their reviews are great. I'm gonna just read you a few because they're all super fun. This is from Yurnal. Yurnal wrote this in 2015. Great movie, especially if you like San Francisco. A wonderful movie. <laughs> it has so many San Francisco street scenes for the lover of that city. Good plot. Has enough car chases to satisfy the most hardcore car chase junkie. And pretty sexy too. Five stars. This movie says, <laughs> had enough car chases? Feels like there's like, I guess maybe two. But uh, but this guy really <laughs> enjoys the San Francisco. San Francisco doesn't really read to me in this film. Uh, but anyway, that's well, that. There's a whole sequence where his brakes fail. And yeah, that, that's I mean, two. that could have yeah, only worked two. in you know, San Francisco. Well, yeah, with the, the old way to kill people in San Francisco. I wanted somebody <laughs> to go down that little mini street, that really hard street that's like very... <laughs> with a, <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, Soundman J uh, in 2014 writes this. This is a smoking hot thriller. 
David Caruso is his usual good actor self, with Linda Fiorentino being outstanding in her sexy, complex self as a psychiatrist. Very good thriller with twists and turns throughout. Uh, Lori Dobbs chimes in in 2016 and writes, this movie is okay, but it's not the one I was looking for. Five stars. Uh, <laughs> Lilas. What, 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 what were you looking for? I have no for idea. Maybe what, what I wonder. Um, and then this one from Lilas uh, in 2020, March 2020, still getting the reviews in March 2020. I don't know what it is about this movie. It's sexy and naughty. I just love it. Five stars. And wow. then I, I believe this is the final one I'll read here from Gwendolyn. Uh, this is uh, written in 2013. This is a good movie. It keeps you on your toes and in suspense, but the wild sex, man, these were some buck wild people and I'm not mad at them. Five stars. <laughs> um, um, this, was, this was wild. And just to answer to the person who said it had some good car chases in it, it does not. If you want to see incredible San Francisco car chase, rent the Peter Yates movie, Bullet with Steve. Oh McQueen. yeah, of course. Unbelievable San Francisco set car chase. All right, this movie uh, comes out in 1995. Uh, the budget is fifty million dollars. Whoa! Fifty million dollars. Wait, so Paul, will you remind? So wow. this is 1995. When was Basic Instinct? Well, th- this is after. This is kind of ripping Basic Instinct. So it, that's like, what I'm wondering. Yes. Was it like right before? Was Basic Instinct like the two years earlier? I have a or feeling that Robert Evans is this saw the next that, one. Uh, yeah. So Basic Instinct comes out in '92. So about three years later. Okay. But I think it's in that zone, you know, of, of oh, film. for sure. So the budget is fifty million. The total gross nine point eight million dollars wow. uh the top three movies in 1995 are batman forever apollo 13 and toy story this movie came uh in at 122nd out of all the movies made in 1995 beaten by uh films that we've done on this show congo disclosure oh disclosure of course virtuosity johnny mnemonic street fighter and fair game it beat hackers jr and top dog so jr our namesake uh image from the original poster i uh, beat that and um, here is one. Well, I'll say. Can I yeah. just say something wild? Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Very brief. Very briefly. Although these, for some reason, these aren't in order. Joe Esterhaus writes in okay, 1992, Basic Instinct, 1993, Sliver, 1995, both Showgirls and Jade. Wow. Um, and then, and then, and then still 80 in the, in the, he's still got crazy stuff in the uh, jagged edge, but he's still got other stuff that, you know, and have seen, but just those movies alone in that era, like back to back to back to back, like successful erotic thrillers, then Jade. <laughs> so crazy. I mean, this is really, I mean, a bizarre time. I, I, I just want to just. I also am just kind of confused about why they're meeting at church. The religion also doesn't really play a part in it. There's so many weird things about this movie, but I guess the question is like, it, I feel like it touches on so many things. It's, it's like, it's like, it's like a stew of like all these movies mixed together by the ultimate uh, cook of these movies. But would you recommend watching it? Would you recommend watching Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. A fun one. This is a fun one. I would recommend watching all the movies I just mentioned. 
Uh, look, yeah. I, I think I want to do Sliver on this show. I feel like we got to do Sliver. We on should this show. do Sliver Love on this Sliver. show. Uh, I think. I mean, I think at some point. It, maybe the very last how did this get made will be showgirls. Yeah, we yeah that we get <laughs> so, that something. Be the way that we end it. Um, uh, but they're you know like these are all like they, exactly to your point earlier June, like that era of erotic thrillers from from the nineties that was you know um, nine and a half weeks and um, Angel Heart two moon and junction all, baby two moon junction Sherilyn Fenn um, uh, 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 like those were. It's it's a type of movie that I'm trying to think just does not get made anymore. I know. There is no longer, like, uh, uh, you know, even like the, you know, body heat, ja- you know, jagged edge, you know, like when Kathleen Turner is is like a sex symbol and and all of these people are like dangerous and there's so much going on. I don't know. I loved it. I loved uh, well, it too. We're going to wrap up. I'm just going to leave you all with this one thought uh, and this is quickly it. Um, O.J. Simpson was, uh, was, uh, judges being not guilty and when he went to the press that day he said i'm excited to go see jade what <laughs> so there you go people what? that was uh one of the notable is that things like, is that like people saying i'm going to disneyland when they win the super yep, bowl it was like he stated to the press he was excited wow. to go see jade so that's how we end today's episode uh it comes full circle <laughs> <laughs> um, also, a very big thank you to Avril Halley, who pulled this movie out of the dark depths. Uh, she made an amazing mashup clip of NCIS and Jade, which we will post up on all of our socials. A reminder to join us on the How Did This Get Made Discord board. A big thank you to Nate Kylie for finding that OJ Simpson fact out. Nate, you are kiss, a chef's kiss to you. Uh, a big thank you to Devin, our engineer, who pieces all this stuff together painstakingly, and our super producer, Cody who keeps this ship running and Molly um, people. I want to give a big shout out to the ghost of Craig T Nelson. That is Zach McAleese on Instagram who designs our amazing. How did this get made posters? Also, uh, I want to give a tip of the hat to Nate Kylie, who also designs some of our great stuff for our Facebook group. Uh, I love it all. You are all fantastic. Make sure you give us a call at 619-P-A-U-L-A-S-K. That's 619-Paul-ASK for the mini episode. I will talk about Jade, but I'll also talk about your life because I am helping people solve their problem. Uh, make sure you follow me. And like I said, how did this get made on our Discord pages? We are there all the time. And I can't wait to talk to you all next week about a film called Jade. And you know what? Before I get going, before I get out of the whole thing, one person I didn't thank and that whole mix of people because I'm saving it for the end because I know that he's going to listen to the end. July Diaz. July Diaz, the master, pulling this all together, listening, knowing what people want and what they don't want. Thank you, July. See you all later next week on the mini episode. Bye for now. For some, today is an ordinary day. But for you, today could be the day you try a new McDonald's sauce for the first time. Maybe you'll dip a McCrispy sandwich into McDonald's mambo sauce. Maybe you'll spread sweet and spicy jam into your sausage egg McMuffin. Maybe you'll dunk your McNuggets into both new sauces. Any day you try McDonald's new sweet and spicy jam and mambo sauce will be a special day because their time in our famous sauce lineup is limited. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hey, everybody. It's Rob Lowe here. If you haven't heard, I have a podcast that's called Literally with Rob Lowe. And basically, it's conversations I've had that really make you feel like you're pulling up a chair at an intimate dinner between myself and people that I admire, like Aaron Sorkin or 
Tiffany Haddish, Demi Moore, Chris Pratt, Michael J. Fox. There are new episodes out every Thursday. So subscribe, please, and listen wherever you get your podcasts.